This is the How to Share podcast, where we help you find your story, write your story, and share that story with the world. With loads of experience marketing, hotels, restaurants, and influencers, your host, Amy Dreheim, will help you craft stories worth sharing. Stories that do more than sell a room or destination, they inspire. If you're ready to share better stories and improve your marketing strategy, you're in the right place. Here's your host, marketing expert, author, and travel blogger, Amy Dreheim. This is the How to Share podcast, episode number 20. We made it to September. In the words of my virtual yoga teacher, let's take a moment to let out a big, juicy, collective sigh. (sighs) For me, August has been the longest month in the longest year. I'd actually made it three quarters of the way through August before I announced, I'm ready for fall. See, I turned 37 in July, and my age-defying wrinkle cream I plan to use through the end of the year has almost run out, and we're only in September. If that's not a metaphor for 2020, I don't know what is. I know it's not just me you're probably ready for fall too. I mean, that's why you're here, right? And hey, maybe you're ready for 2021 or even 2024, and I don't blame you. I find myself thinking about the end of 2020 as a figurative finish line. We will have survived this year, personally, professionally, financially, and emotionally. It has been one hell of a year. As I've said before, change is the only constant right now, and uncertainty is our stage. But if these past months have taught us anything, it's how to prepare. It's how to forecast for what at the start of the year felt completely unknown. At least now we know more. And while the hospitality industry as a whole is suffering one of the worst unemployment rates of all, around 22%, the majority of hotels and restaurants have worked within safety protocols to remain open or have been able to reopen or at least have a plan to reopen. Most restaurants have also managed to continue to serve guests in some capacity. So the mountains we thought would be impossible to cross are behind us, but we've got another climb ahead. The good news is that we're taking what we've learned as marketers, owners, and operators, as servers and support staff, and we're applying it. We have a sense of what to expect this fall based on the trends in tourism we've seen this summer. So today I'm sharing some emerging travel trends for fall. If your property is able to capitalize on these trends, which may mean rolling out some new campaigns or simply shifting your focus, these trends could prove to be bright spots on your balance sheet. So lace up your shoes, fill that camelback, or just heat up your coffee, and let's jump into fall travel trends because the first trend is adventure travel. We all know that outside is the best place to be right now, particularly away from crowds. 
So at the start of 2020, before the pandemic was even a thing, there was consensus among the boutique hotel community that a rise in adventure travel was the trend that excited them most. Now that is even more true. Adventure travel offers an escape like no other. And with the pandemic still sort of lurking around, this trend is definitely here to stay. With the constant news cycle and the stress of balancing work, family, and mental health, when it comes time to vacation, many travelers will seek out an escape that allows them to unplug and reconnect to themselves through outdoor experiences. We know that Wi-Fi is hit and miss in a sprawling national park or out on a river, and that's actually a really good thing more people are seeking out these types of experiences. Now, I had the chance to experience adventure travel for myself earlier this year on a sand dune off the coast of Baja, California. Red Travel Mexico invited me down to La Paz, Mexico to experience a three-night, four-day gray whale watching and turtle conservation trip complete with kayaking and hiking and glamping like on this sand dune. I also had a chance to swim alongside a whale shark and snorkel with sea lions at Espiritu Santo Island National Park. It's these types of experiences, exhilarating, off-the-beaten-path adventures that travelers are seeking out now more than ever. So let's get into the second trend. It's ecotourism, and it goes hand-in-hand with adventure travel. But there is some nuance here. Essentially, it's having these adventures with a lighter footprint. Ecotourism is much more than a trend, I've got to tell you. So travelers seeking the outdoors on their next vacation will also be more mindful of the environment, given everything that's gone on in the world to date. So I'll give you another great example of ecotourism. In Belize, at Table Rock Jungle Lodge, Guests stay in individual thatched roof cabanas outfitted with rainwater showers. Guests are surrounded by organic orchards and grazing donkeys. They can grab eggs from the chicken coop for their morning breakfast, and they can wander miles of trails along the Macal River. The owners of the property have established partnerships with eco-outfitters, so guests are able to experience Belize's natural wonders from diving excursions to Mayan ruins and leave a very small footprint. In some cases, they can even leave the place better than they found it by planting a mahogany tree or bringing school supplies for the local children. Ecotourism has definitely changed the way I travel. So after I visited Table Rock Jungle Lodge in Belize on my honeymoon seven-ish years ago, I was forever changed. It was a blueprint for how I wanted to travel better in the future, finding places that were off the beaten path and away from major tourist attractions. On our next big trip after Belize, we spent a week at an eco-lodge on Lanzarote, which is one of the Canary Islands. Another trip we took was a camper van road trip through Sardinia in search of the elusive blue zone. We've also had many memorable glamping trips from the Oregon coast all the way down to Kauai, and most recently, as I mentioned, exploring Baja Sur with Red Travel Mexico. 
The next trend I'm seeing is big for hotels with meeting space. It's the trend of micro meetings and events. I mean, the show must go on, and that is great news for meeting and wedding planners. Events have already begun to make a comeback in the form of smaller scale and virtual meetings or some sort of hybrid of the two. So we're seeing an uptick in intimate weddings close to home, surrounded by the few people who matter most. And we're going to see more of this in the form of fall elopements, winter weddings, and mini moons closer to home. So in many ways, the same applies for corporate meetings and events. Those intimate, smaller gatherings are going to be much more palatable. I was actually chatting with Aditi Verma, who is one of my past guests, after we recorded together. She and I were just sort of catching up, and we started talking about group business. Aditi made a great point that hospitality needs to take the lead on this, because if we ourselves aren't starting to gather again, how can we convince groups to gather and stay in our hotels, right? How can they meet and retreat if we ourselves aren't actually doing that. So I recommend doing a trial run, plan a gathering for your hospitality employees and see how that goes. You'll actually be better able to market yourself as a micro meeting destination armed with this knowledge. So I think this next one is a big one that we haven't heard much about yet. It's inclusivity and cause-based itineraries. So hear me out on this. There's a shift in consciousness based on everything happening in our country right now. If we put politics aside, I think that we can all agree that we as a society are seeking out experiences that allow us to go deep, to learn and understand and to grow. So independent hotels have been positioning themselves as a community gathering space where locals mingle with travelers for as long as I can remember, right? Get into this community. We're located city center or we're right by this attraction and we have a lobby bar where the public is welcome. But now it's time for hotels to really double down on this. Hotels have already begun doing this by bringing in local artists, local makers, and in some cases, even speaking up on issues of injustice that they see or that that maybe is happening on their doorstep. So really sort of establishing where they stand, they're humanizing their brand, and that's a really good thing. In my eyes, where this could lead is cause-based itineraries. So where travelers might have the opportunities to learn about the community or maybe even give back through a volunteer effort. In the past, if you've been sending guests to the local farmer's market, maybe you go even deeper this fall by offering a tour that goes into the history of agriculture of that area or even allows guests to visit a local farm and meet with the farmer and hear from them. All right, we're on to number five, the hotel vacation rental hybrid. Basically, giving guests the safety of a hotel and the comfort and privacy of a vacation rental because guests want and deserve the best of both. Some travelers might be quick to choose to stay in a hotel. I mean, hotels have enacted safety and cleaning protocols, and they have the budget to purchase things like electrostatic sprayers and hospital-grade cleaning products. 
But the downside of traditional hotels is that they tend to cram a lot in, a lot of rooms per square foot, a lot of people per square foot. So confined spaces like elevators and long hallways aren't built for social distancing. So travelers who are concerned about these downsides of staying in a hotel might choose vacation rentals. After all, vacation rentals offer privacy. You'd have your own space. Maybe you'd have a yard. You'd have your own kitchen. But independently owned vacation rentals come with mostly unregulated cleaning processes. And that could leave travelers really uneasy in the current climate. So ideally, travelers are seeking out all of the benefits of a hotel with the comforts of vacation rental. A place like Brasada Ranch, which has luxurious cabin-style vacation rentals spread out across a 2,000-acre resort, has become a haven for travelers who are seeking out the best of both. And this is where I think that hybrid really comes in. So Brasada launched a campaign called Summer Sanctuary, and they unveiled a -a one-of-a-kind experience for families to check into the resort for a week at a time and enjoy the resort amenities notably free from crowds. So Brasada went through every single part of their guest experience and reimagined it within the parameters of the pandemic. They took all of those limiting factors and they created a new guest experience. Needless to say, they've been hugely successful this summer. And if you guys have been listening to the podcast, you know I love this example and I think I've shared it before. Speaking of Brasada Ranch, which is right here in Central Oregon in my own backyard, it brings us to trend number six and the final trend we'll talk about today, which is road trips and staycations. Specifically, travelers are seeking out destinations that are off the beaten path over city center stays right now. Travelers once traveling to check off bucket list destinations or chasing an Instagram photo op are rewriting their bucket lists now. They're seeking out sites that aren't overrun. They're looking in their own backyard with fresh eyes. They're looking for hidden gems, secluded hikes, places where they might want to get some work done, enjoy quiet time with their loved ones, and have some fun in an environment that feels safe to do so. So if number five was the hybrid hotel vacation rental, number six is also the hybrid trip, a staycation that allows you to work and play. I want to give you an example of this. Instead of seeking out Napa Valley's most famous wineries this fall, travelers might instead head for one of the smaller towns, like Calistoga, where streets are cruiser bike friendly, where outdoor tasting rooms are uncrowded, and where revamped mid-century hotels like Dr. Wilkinson's offer secluded resort experiences with a wellness focus to boot. Talk about speaking to today's traveler. As a bonus, the hotel's mid-century design lends itself to social distancing since almost all of the guest rooms open to the outdoors. Now, Dr. Wilkinson's will be completing its renovation project in the coming weeks, and it'll officially reopen in mid-October. And while I'm on Napa Valley, I'd be remiss not to mention the fires currently plaguing the valley right now. It has been devastating to watch from afar, and I feel deeply for the communities in and around Northern California. The downtown Clifton, located in Tucson, Arizona, is another example of a property that really speaks to guests' needs now. So on next week's episode of the podcast, I'm interviewing Monica Lane, 
the owner of the downtown Clifton, about the effects of the pandemic on her hotel and everything after. She'll share her own experience navigating these new travel trends in the months since the pandemic began and in the months ahead. I'm so excited to speak with her. So I hope that this Travel Trends episode gave you some nuggets of hope because there are many bright spots when we talk about what to expect this fall and when we talk about the future of travel. Adventure travel and ecotourism, inclusivity and cause-based itineraries, and intimate gatherings that are meaningful and safe, just to name a few. Well, how'd I do? Is there another trend that you were expecting today and a trend that you're expecting in these last few months of 2020? Hop over to the show notes at howtosharepodcast.com slash 20 and leave a comment to let me know. You can also subscribe to the show wherever you're listening today, or better yet, subscribe to my newsletter and you'll receive a weekly email about the upcoming episode. If you subscribe to my emails, you'll also receive access to exclusive marketing freebies and be alerted whenever I roll out a product that you might be interested in. Ahem, like marketing in a box? My monthly marketing subscription service for hotels handling marketing by themselves who really just need a guide. So hop over to howtosharepodcast.com slash 20 for all the details. As always, keep sharing your stories. Thanks for listening to the How to Share podcast. If you loved this episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. How to share.